0: You are now listening to the dynasty rewind what is up everybody welcome back to the dynasty rewind i'm your host michael Byer, the best in the business once again back in business joined as always by my faithful co-host, nate christian nate hi hi mike how you doing good okay the music's still playing sorry i'm good okay. that was nice we got some more background music I scooped it down a little bit too low, so sorry. Yes, in case everyone's wondering, that is not a pre thing. I actually physically adjust the music uh, prior to every episode, and I'm now adjusting my microphone, which I do apologize for. But it is not too late to turn up that volume because it is not too late to sell certain players. So, Nate, today we're going to be talking about players that we want to sell before it's too late in your fantasy football, specifically your Dynasty Fantasy Football roster. and There could be a number of reasons. It could be... Um, uh, decreased opportunity could be injury, could be age, could be many different things, or it could be because Nate, you just don't like this guy. I feel this <laughs> first, I feel like you are not a fan, and I feel like you've been quite outspoken about that pretty much since before he's been drafted. Am I correct in that?
1: Yeah, you're correct.
0: Okay, well, what is tell a,
1: who and why? Yeah, this is a long term sell that I've been, been hanging on to for a while. Uh, Damian Pierce, look, I love the houston texans offense right now i love cedar stroud i love tank Dell. uh nico collins heck i mean i hope you pick up Noah brown off wa- waiver wires if you haven't already uh he, he's been killing it over the last two weeks how about it but damian pierce not so much um currently the running back 39 in points per game on the season damian pierce has not been good this season um you know Devin Singletary came in there and he didn't really do much the first couple weeks, but as of late, he's been out snapping um, Damian Pierce's last game, 75% to 43%. Devin Singletary uh, was, has been the lead back recently. I know Damian Pierce has dealt with some injury, but also zero targets for Damian Pierce over the last two games, under mm. 50% snap share in both those games. He has really become the in-between-the-tackles guy for this team, and that's about it, which is a shame because we know Damian Pierce is a great Uh, pass blocker, we know that he can be really effective in the receiving game. But Devin Singletary, you know, that crafty veteran, that team values that right now. And Damian Pierce just has not been able to figure it out. He's not been able to be efficient when he's been on the field. And because of that, he's not out there getting snaps. He's not out there getting opportunities, not, you know, opportunities that lead to fantasy points, at least. And running back 39 on the season, not what you want. But you can still get out of Damian Pierce, Mike. You can. Tell me how, Nate. Well, you might be able to move him for a second-round pick still because he is a young running back, and you know, people still like Damian Pierce. Not everyone's given up on Damian Pierce yet. Second-round pick you probably can get. You I know, would love to get an early one, a mid-one I'd still be fine with. Um, anything on top would be nice. But what about other running backs, more productive running backs? We might get some age, but I don't think Damian Pierce has a lot of long-term value anyway, so I'm more than willing to move him You know, for a a more veteran running back, maybe like James Conner, who's coming off IR. I can likely get something on top of James Conner for Damian Pierce. Can I get Najee Harris, who I know everyone loves to hate right now, but if I can get Najee Harris for Damian Pierce, even just straight up, I like Najee Harris much better than Damian Pierce. And uh, he's got a lot more things going his way, like draft capital, and the fact that he still is getting snaps, even though Jalen Ward has looked better than Najee Harris at times. So... Um, give me one of those guys. I just do not believe in Damian Pierce. I have not, you know, he doesn't have that top end ceiling that, you know, obviously it's not baked into his price anymore, but at this point, he's not even getting the receiving work that we were hoping for. You got to, It's time to move on.
0: And not only that we're talking, he has 12 targets on the season. One season, nine catches for 84 yards. So his yards per reception actually went up, but he's not getting the targets. It doesn't really matter. His yards per carry is down. Um, It was, what was it last year? It was 4.3 last year. Now it's just an even three. So, yeah. It's just three? Just 3.0. That's Oof, a, that's not I mean, good at all. It is not good at all. One touchdown on the season. And, I mean, his highest total of the year is 81 yards. We're talking, it's just, if he's not getting a touchdown, he's been basically a liability. Look at his yardage totals so far, and he did miss this last game with an ankle injury. Um, We should clarify that. Um, So when Nate's saying the last two games, he's talking about two games that he played. Don't come at us in the comments. Um, 38 yards, 31 yards, 31 yards, 81 yards, 66, 34, 46. And one touchdown, that was uh, the game against Jacksonville and then just really not much in the receiving game, like we mentioned. So um, he's been a disappointment. He's been a liability. I'll do it for the second. I'll do it for Najee. I would consider it for James Conner. If I have Damian Pierce that I was relying on him and I'm trying to make a push, I would make that move for sure. Yeah. Um, James Conner coming back soon. So I don't hate that at all. Completely agree. Hey, Damian Pierce, prove us wrong. Look, we would love to see it. We doubt it. Um, Adam Thielen. Is who I'm um, moving on from. I know. Does this hurt your your soul a little bit? A little bit. My Scott Fishbowl team—that's what hurts. Yeah, I mean, hey, look—he's currently the wide receiver eight on the season, mate. Did you know that? Wide receiver eight. He's wide receiver eight. Um, when I did, filled out the sheet, uh did not been updated after the last game. He's currently wide receiver eight oh. on the season in a PPR nice. format. Which you know what? Good on you, Adam Thielen, for turning it around at the age of 33 on a bad team. Not- <laughs> a
1: thing for sure.
0: But, um, you know, look, currently wide receiver rate. Carolina has said he's not the guy moving forward because they were looking for an alpha. They were pretty outspoken about that prior to the trade deadline. It didn't happen. That doesn't mean it won't happen at some point. So what I'm trying to do is if I'm not contending and I can move Adam Thielen to a contender, I'm going to make that deal. He doesn't make sense for rebuild. Um, he's 33, like I said. So 33 might as well put him in the ground. You
1: know what, Mike? See, I'm I'm going to call you out, but also pat your back at the same time here. That's the hypocrisy of fantasy football. It's great. You just said he's not good for rebuild. Earlier this offseason, you had Adam Thielen as a rebuilding target. Mm-hmm. And you had him as a rebuilding target because you said you could flip him at some point.
0: And this is the time to flip him.
1: <laughs> and I was like...
0: Why is Mike picking Adam Thielen as a rebuilding
1: target? What, what's going on over here? And and Mike, kudos to you because this is the time to flip
0: them, right? Exactly. And, you know, the thing that people have to realize too is trying to analyze fantasy football is basically just hypocrisy. Because you're buying somebody one week, you're selling them the next. That's really what it is. Um Check out what you can get for him. And you were probably trading for him cheaply in the offseason or I saw some people had even dropped him because they were like, I don't want anything to do with him. And I get it to a point, but I wouldn't drop a guy like this. Um, the going rate right now seems to be a second-round pick. These are DLF trades, Trade Finder, um, a 24, or 25. I saw a bunch of those. I actually saw two trades where he was moved for a first-round pick. I would love that. It seems unlikely. Um, but if I could you know, get a second-round pick, if I could somehow turn him into – Jaden Reed, I would do it for sure. Um, If you got, if I could move him and, you know, move him for like Quentin Johnston and a third, something like that, if you're rebuilding, I'm okay with doing that too. You know, taking a chance on a younger guy, something like that. Um, I'd be okay with that. So, wow, Nate, you're really doubling down today, by the way.
1: You know, it's good to be right sometimes.
0: (laughs) Tell us who. Tell us
1: why. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Um, You know, he is the RB13 on keep trade cut still. Still at this point. 26.5 years old. People believe. On the franchise tag. Like one of the most obvious sells, I think, in fantasy football. Um, Listen to his point totals the last couple weeks. 9.3. 6.5. He did have 17 points against the Chargers. uh, Thanks to... uh, seven targets and six receptions that was that was really good works out sometimes but the week before that 8.4 week before that nine so of the last five weeks he's only broken 10 fantasy points once and it's just been a it's a slog at this point um he's only had two total touchdowns the entire season both coming in the first game of the year so while we enjoyed the beginning of the year 22.2 points in the first game 19.9 the second week, You know, he showed that explosiveness and that opportunity, but the Cowboys offense has not needed Tony Pollard to, you know, tote the ball a bunch. Um, He hasn't had more than 15 carries since week three. Um, You know, he hasn't been needed to make the game-breaking plays. The defense is too good. Dak's been looking, you know, really smooth operator out there. And Tony Pollard just does what he needs, but it doesn't equate to big fantasy points for your team. And when you put in the contract situation, when you put in the age, it just doesn't make sense for him to be valued as the running back 13 at this point. Not when there's rookies that are starting to get some snaps. Not when there's um, other players coming out of the woodwork who are younger, older players like Alvin Kamara who are scoring many, many more points. I would much rather have Alvin Kamara straight up over Tony Pollard in Dynasty because I know Alvin Kamara is winning me weeks this year. And Tony Pollard's a free agent at the end of the year. Just doesn't make sense to me that he's valued this high. It really just at the end of the day does not make sense to me, except for the star on the side of his helmet is the only reason that he's RB13 right now. Um, we got to get rid of him. Like I said, give me Kamara. Give me Javante Williams. Give me Rashad White, who is going to be a receiving back in this league for a very long time. Um, we'll hashtag James up. White. Yeah, okay. I-, I will take Rashad White. Straight up over Tony Pollard. I think you can absolutely get more um, in most situations. Sure. You should be able to get Rashad White in a second, I think, for Tony Pollard or something like that. Maybe you need to throw a throwing player in the back. Um, Charbonnet in a second, I would take that as well. Um, any of these other you know rookie running backs are trying to be productive. Tajay Spears in a second. Um, the thing at the end of the day is, as good as Tony Pollard has been, he's not being productive now. doesn't have age on his side. doesn't have his contract on his side. Not a lot going for him right now if he can't bring that productivity back. And even if he does, it's limited time. So, give me one of those other guys. Sorry. Hands off on Tony Pollard.
0: One game over 100 yards this year, too, by the way. They just, they've just they been another team. We talked about Sam Howell the last pod. I just think the Cowboys are throwing too much, and I get it. But I, their line's good enough. I think Tony Pollard is still good enough to be better than what he's been this season. Um this is kind of a disappointing one for me. You know I've been a Tony Pollard fan. Yeah,
1: and then part of part of the problem here is you watch Tony Pollard right now and it's not the Tony Pollard of last year. He
0: no this he's last He's not always, as explosive after this injury. This last game, uh, you know the Eagles Cowboys game, of course I watched it and I just I saw him got caught a lot yeah. more than he would have and I understand that the Eagles have a very good defensive line, but that doesn't mean they have the fastest defensive line in the NFL I just thought I saw him get run down more than uh he typically should yeah. so uh yeah Nate's moving on from t- Tony Pollard basically Nate is just saying told you so in this podcast here all right and with that let's take a moment and hear a word from our sponsors all right so welcome back everybody and I'm going to tell you about my next sell now before it's too late Nate I'm sorry but I'm selling Gus Edwards I have reasons. I don't sell based off vibes. I can tell you that. I still think he is the guy for Baltimore moving forward this year. We discussed that in the last podcast. Five touchdowns in the last three weeks. Fantastic. He's going to be a free agent after the season. I looked at his contract. Um, in case you're wondering, good place to look at contract stuff. If you want things in the contract in the context, overthecap.com. That's where I get all my contract information from. So, Anyway, um, his 2024 20, year is voided on his contract. He's going to be turning 29 next season. At best, after this year, I think he's a spot starter. I see it unlikely that he's a starter in the NFL moving forward, not that he's going to be a bad back. Yeah. But, you know, moving him now, well, I can maximize the value. So um, I see him going for a second or multiple thirds. I even saw one where he went straight up for Jonathan Mingo I don't know how I feel about that one so much. I mean, obviously the
1: rebuilding team. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. The wide receivers, they have that long-term value, so I don't hate it so much. I will try to Mingo
1: quietly has like 200 yards, which I know doesn't sound very impressive, but he's just about on pace for 500 yards this season, which if he gets to that point, that's a nice threshold for a rookie season.
0: Yeah. I'm okay with that too. Especially when you consider Adam Thielen is just basically going insane out there. Um, yeah, I think it's over for Ian Thomas, too. Can we say that? I think it's been over for Ian Thomas
1: and LaVisca Chenault and DJ Chark and Shy Smith and got that whole wide receiver room outside of Phelan and uh, Mingo.
0: They tried. They tried. But um, I like the draft capital here, but I would also consider moving him for a younger upside running back and plus assets like a Jalen Warren. I would even consider taking a shot. If I'm going to rebuild and I got a really, really bad situation moving him for JK Dobbins. I think JK Dobbins is a starter, at least a one a in a committee somewhere next year. Nate, probably not in Baltimore. Probably not in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, And I think wherever he goes, he probably has a bigger role than Gus Edwards does, but I'd ask for something on top of that as well, just because, you know, the injury is bad. See if we can manipulate that into getting more. And then Nate, you're going to tell us who you're selling now and trying to manipulate one of your league mates as
1: well. Yeah, we're all about manipulation over here, apparently. Um, you know, take what you can get, you know, sell it, sell it, sell it, take your shot, you know, get the most you can, but also be a good league mate at the same time. Um, Devontae Adams. Sorry, bud. He should have got sold by the Raiders. They didn't sell him. Now you have to, unfortunately.
0: Oh because man. they
1: didn't sell him. They are four and five. So they're out of the Caleb Williams-Drake May sweepstakes, essentially. I don't think they're going to have a top five pick. He's got 9.5 fantasy points the last two games, Mike. That's not averaging 9.5 points. That is a combined 9.5 fantasy points over the last two games. Devontae Adams. That is that one game where Jimmy G hardly threw the ball. And the other game where Aiden O'Connell just played for the Raiders. Jacoby Myers continues to be productive though so it's not just that the entire offense is trash um Josh Jacobs has looked better Jacoby Myers is getting his targets getting his production Devontae Adams just is getting taken out of the game and when he is getting opportunity there just simply isn't enough opportunity for him to reach the levels that we've seen before he doesn't fit the timeline of this team and now he can't leave until the end of the season so he doesn't look like he's going to be in line for a lot of production the rest of this season so his value will only go down from here on out we also know you know he's on the wrong side of 30 so he's got the age factor against him with the change of Jimmy G to Aiden O'Connell and the firing of Josh McDaniels and Devonte Adams staying on the Raiders this is a very obvious sell before this too late window and it's unfortunate because Devonte Adams has had such a great career and it sucks to see it start to fall off like this. But I think – I'm not calling it. I'm not saying he's, he's washed. He's still great. But the situation now is just a real negative for his production. And when you're over 30 and your production starts going down, your value goes down pretty heavily as well. This is the time to move off. Uh, Devontae Adams, try to find someone who's competitive, who needs a wide receiver, who thinks they can buy low on Devontae Adams. I'm not sure at this point you can get a 24 first for him. I would gladly take a 25 first if I can get that, 26 first. Give me a first round with Devontae, and I'm happy. Outside of that, I'll take a wide receiver in a second, kind of do a tier down. Wide receivers I would like to package with a, a second. It could be a late second. That's fine with me. Um, De- Deontay Johnson, Jahan Dotson, Nico Collins. I'd like all those guys to go You know, go try to tear down, quote, unquote, from Devontae Adams. Um, if I'm competitive, I don't mind going after Amari Cooper, Mike Evans in a second on top um, uh, Devonte Adams I'm getting I think just long longevity if not more um, and better production rest of the season most likely if, if and at worst if Devonte Adams you know does better than a situation I don't ex- expect his production to be that much better than Cooper Evans at this point so uh, you know at, at worst you're making a lateral move and you get a second round pick on top
0: it gets worse for the Raiders too they don't know who they're going to be next year and if you look at Jimmy Garoppolo's contract, he's technically a free agent after the 2025 season. His base salary next year is $11.25 They only save, if they cut him before June 1st, $199,000. And if they cut him, the dead money on that contract is $28.3 million, $12.8 million in 2025, and $8.5 in 2026. Oh, and 4.2 million in 2027. It's not, it's not great. So Jimmy Garoppolo, kudos to you for being almost as big of a scam to the NFL as Sam Bradford. Hey,
1: I <laughs> least not Matt Flynn right.
0: Look, man, that was the Seahawks right there. Matt Flynn had one good game. The Seahawks signed him, and they draft Russell Wilson. And they're like, you're you're good. Just do something. <laughs> Do literally anything else but play quarterback here. <laughs> oh man, Mate, let's yeah. close it out here. But I'm going to tell you why I'm selling Austin Eckler. Eckler, Eckler, You know what? It's because um, it's I used okay. To- I, I couldn't talk
1: last last podcast. I can barely talk this podcast. I got a splitting headache. I guess you
0: know. My favorite uh, fantasy football podcast was called the background Fantasy Show. There now since defunct. My buddy Barker always oh, used to say Austin Eckler. It would drive me insane. Um, And so I always have to make an effort. Don't say what Parker said, and then I just screwed it up. So Austin Eckler is going to be a free agent after this season. He's going to be 28, like Gus Edwards, getting up there, almost pushing the wrong side of 30. We know how productive this dude can be. Look good against the Jets. By the time this comes out, four nights ago, Um, he's missed three games this year with an ankle sprain. It only gets worse for running backs as they get older. We know that. I want to sell him to a contender. I want to get younger, Nate. I want to move on. I believe he was running back one last year, was he not? I think so. Didn't yeah. win the a championship. Thanks for nothing, Austin Eckler. So I tried to help you out. You did, and you know what? That was not your fault. Um, by the way, I was watching the game last night, and I was like, why are the Chargers so bad? They have all this talent. And then I saw that's because Kellen Moore is our offensive coordinator. Everyone, oh, no, like,
1: it's not Kellen Moore. It's Brandon <laughs> Staley. Come on. I like Kellen Moore.
0: Yeah, I actually do like uh, Kellen Moore, too. But tell me, we talked about this past weekend. Have you ever seen a head coach underachieve with that much talent? It's like Brandon Staley has. I'm it's, not going to
1: say I never have because I've we've we've seen some pretty bad under you know Marty
0: Schottenheimer. We, well, we've seen it every years. year, and then loses in the divisional round like freaking clockwork. Uh, Philip Rivers, Ladanian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates in his prime.
1: Yeah, but I I mean I personally thought. Brandon Staley shot probably should have been fired after last year. I thought the writing was already in the wall, but I understood why they gave him another year. It makes total sense, you know, from a business business and like operations wise, team wise, keep him for one more year. But I think the writing was already in the wall, and we're seeing it play out. You know, he's just not going to be
0: the guy to take him there. Fun fact: the Eagles wanted to interview him when they had their head coach opening. He refused the interview because. The word on the street was he didn't want to work with Hire Roseman. So they hired Nick Sirianni instead. It's just an what interesting job for you guys. Yeah, I'm not complaining. But uh, what I am doing is trying to get a 24 first for Austin Eckler. That appears to be the going rate. Um, and look, the fact of the matter is I could take that first and turn it into a wide receiver, which better dynasty longevity, right? Right, exactly. I also saw some trades here where um, he got moved for a first and a second. One where he went straight up for Drake London. I'll just keep Eckler at that point, to be honest with you. Um, Depends try, on your team situation. I would move, try to move him straight up for a different wide receiver at that point. Um, another interesting trade that I wanted to talk to you about a little bit was Eckler for Devon A-Chan, A-Chan straight up. What are your thoughts love on that? It. I, th- I think I like that. I just traded for h don't care. I just traded for him as well. That trade was offered to me.
1: Well. Yeah, I, I, I love A-Chan. I think he's a top five dynasty running back at this point. Once most um, it's
0: gone for sure.
1: Yeah. And the Dolphins offense, they love him. Um if he's gonna I don't think he's gonna be injury prone, but let's hope not. Outside of that, things be very productive, a guy that we're gonna love to have. I would if you're not if you're capable of making this trade, make it.
0: I agree. So do it move on get younger and tune in next time but for nate i'm mike we'll see you guys later if you want to level up above your competition we invite you to become a member of our patreon for as little as one dollar a month you get access to our discord chat where advice is at your fingertips 24 7 when you level up to our 5 or $10 tiers, you get bonus podcasts, rankings, and specific tier-based chats. We are offering a free 7-day trial for a limited time, so head to patreon.com forward slash dinosaur Rewind and tier up now. until next time, everybody. For my faithful co hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. But thank you for listening.